Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. Hey, welcome. This is the Investor Coaching Show. I am Paul Winkler, talking money and investing. And I am joined here with Mr. Ira Work. Ira. Yes, sir. All right, there we go. Make sure you're all right over there. I'm like, <laughs> it's I'm like a- trying to get trying to get situated really, really fast. And I want to give you the, the respect you deserve. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so moving right along. <laughs> All right. I hope you're all well out there. It's going to be that type of show nice. today. It is nice and warm. What's that, man? <laughs> Hi. Hey, hey Leviticus, what's going on, man? What's happening? What I was oh, saying is it's going to yeah, be that type am, of show I today. Am, I am living the dream. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, uh, it's been an interesting week. I'm just going to say that it's been an interesting week. I had to drive back from Arizona last week. And, what? Um, yeah, well, I was driving a vehicle back. And how many hours was that? It is a 24 hour on the road thing. And, you know, I don't sleep real well. So, you know, sometimes, yeah, you know, sometimes I sleep real well, but I, I drive like 12, 13 hours. And then all of a sudden, now I have to go to a hotel and, you know, go to a hotel. And, and the bed was like as hard as a rock. Oh, my goodness. And I slept, well, I didn't fall asleep till, till, till like five o'clock in the morning. I woke up at seven because that's what time people wake up. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> My wife wakes up at five. Uh, yeah, well, so seven. Sometimes yeah. I wake up earlier, but you know, five, seven is like the latest, latest, latest for me. So I ended up getting back on there. I was like, I'm not going to sleep, so I just got back on the road and I drove until eleven o'clock at night. And yeah, you know, it's just interesting the stuff that you see as you're driving across the country. Oh, I know. I've done that. I've done that drive. Well, you know. I've done a drive on my motorcycle. I know. I know you have. Yeah. Did you see a fish tank on wheels when you did it? No, I did not. I, I, yeah. Okay. So I so I did. I saw a fish tank on wheels. It, it was a big fish too, and it was like you know you're driving a long ways and, and you're you're exchanging leadership you know in line, you know as you're driving you know this person's ahead of you and then you pass them and then they pass you and I passed that fish tank probably six times. <laughs> Fish like, tank on why I'm telling my I'm telling my family, you know, this is really interesting. And then, you know, entering New Mexico was an experience too. But uh, but why did the fish tank get ahead of you? I don't get that. Right. I don't I want to know that too. I don't. I don't know. But you know, all I could think is that when those fish got to their destination, they're probably just looking around, going, "This place is so." Boring <laughs> compared, <laughs> compared, compared to what we've seen. We've been on the road, you know, from I don't even remember where. But anyway, so this has nothing to do with finance whatsoever. So we're, we're going to move right along here. Although mm-hmm. it, it was it was interesting. Uh, did you see there? There was speaking of having nothing to do with finance whatsoever. It is a financial poll. It is a finance show. It's about money and investing. It, it is. It's about money and investing. But I just thought it was so interesting when they were talking about the different places on Apple News. And I don't like Apple News. I usually don't read it at all. But they were actually talking about going around the world and looking at these places around the world and tourist sites that are just being ruined. 
by people, just by ruined by tourists, and the tourists are coming in, and I'm thinking they're coming in and destroying things. And in some cases, they were. They were like taking, you know, pieces of the Colosseum, and then you know, so this is a piece of the Colosseum. They put it in their living room or, or whatever. But the one that I thought was the funniest was the one where the 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 nudist colony in Spain that people were showing up in bathing suits, and I was thinking that was an improvement. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure. unless you're a nudist. No. I, but I, but I'm thinking that you know a lot of that stuff you just don't want to see. I know it, not not a lot of it. I, I, none of none it. Of I don't it. want to see any of it. Yeah, none of it. Uh, but uh, but I just thought that was that was a hoot. And and what that has to do with finance, I have no idea. It doesn't really matter. But uh, so conversations that people should be having right now about their IRAs is one topic that we'll probably get into on today's show. Uh, there was there was something in. Uh, you know, it was in in the financial section talking about uh, you know some of the tax law changes that are coming about with Roth IRAs. If you're an upper income person, you may be surprised to find out that you can't contribute to Roth IRAs in the same or in regular into regular uh, excuse me regular 401ks and do the catch up contributions like you used to do. Well, actually, that uh, so that's you have an extension on that. You, you're going right. to say something about that. Yeah, yep. there's there's something about that. There there's an extension, quite possibly. No, they, and, it, and, came uh, out, it came out. It came Friday out Friday night. It came out Friday, and uh, I say quite possibly because it could be even longer than that, just depending on if some people get their way. Because yeah, you could have a leadership change after that. Is is my point? Oh yeah. You know, you could have a leadership change, and some of the estate tax laws are the big deal right now with trust. People are setting up trust. People with high incomes and high net worths are setting up trusts like crazy right now, you know, simply just because of the fact that, you know, there, there's one group of people that is very mobile with their money and it's wealthy people and try to punish them by changing tax laws to get them, quote unquote, almost never works. No. And Art Laffer talks about that when he says when you raise taxes, the rich look for ways to shelter their income. Precisely. You know, so it just defeats the purpose. Yeah, they, they, no, nobody wants to just get <clears throat> nailed and, and sit there and just take it. Uh, you know, So that's not necessarily what um, wealthy people do. They, they don't like sitting there and just taking it on the chin. So, you know, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, but the, the Kentrop contributions, the deadline, if you don't know what we're talking about right there, uh, there was a, there's been a lot of talk about Kentrop contributions. If you have high income, let's say that you are somebody that wants to, maybe not even high income, but you maybe even had an inherited IRA, and now you're under that 10-year rule. So where you have to pull all your money out of the IRA you inherited in 10 years, for some people, a good way to get around that is to yeah, just take it out over 10 years, but live off of the money from the inherited IRA. And then if you have an income, a modest income, let's say you have an income of 40,000, let's say, uh, you can put, if you're over age of 50, you can put $30,000 into your 401k. And the idea being that I can take that money, I can defer all my income, almost all my income, three quarters of my income in this particular case. And then what I could do is avoid taxes on the distributions from the IRA because the IRA is going to be distributed over 10 years. 
And let's say that you happen to have 300,000, just to use a nice round number, and divide that by 10, that's 30,000 per year. I can siphon all of that money into the 401k, and I can avoid a taxation on all of it. Now, so people that are inheriting money, that's one of the things that we've been recommending is, in many cases, is to do something like that, depending on their situation. And what's happening is, you know, if they're an upper income person, and I say upper income, if you're... If your income exceeds, I think it's 145,000, if I remember, it's not really that high. Uh, you know, if you really look at it, I mean, you know, you may look at that and go, well, that's really, really high. But, you know, in the scheme of things, if you look at income and, and wealthy people and typically the people that will max out their 401k plan, that's really not that high. But it is when you start to get into those 22%, 24% tax brackets, the higher brackets that you really rather avoid. Now what happens is they're saying, oh, you know what, um, yeah, you can contribute to a 401k, we'll let you do that. But if you want to do the catch-up contribution, which is you put 22500 I think it is, this uh -huh, year. That's correct. And then if you have $7,500 catch-up, that gets you up to the 30000 that's $7,500, and we're not going to let you do that pre-tax. We're going to make you pay taxes on it, then you can contribute it, and then... That is how they're getting some of their tax money right now. And, you know, as you've heard me talk about here on the show before, I think that that may be the next big tax change that comes down the road is switching from high income tax rates to consumption taxes. And then we get you twice. I just don't trust the government. And, you know, I don't think we have reason to trust the government when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. So th that is what is being talked about. Now, there was a, a lot of murkiness, whether you could even contribute and do the catch-up contribution next year in 2024. And they have cleared up that murkiness. Now, the question was, when are they going to make you do the post-tax Roth IRA? Now, originally it was 2024. Now they've moved it to 2025, as, as I and I were just talking about. Uh, so people have time to get their ducks in a row. So, and I don't know if it's that they have time to get their ducks in a row so much because what is there to getting your ducks in a row to just switch over to a Roth unless your 401k does not have a Roth feature? Well, it was, okay, so it was for people that earn over $145,000 mm -hmm. that we're going to have to put the money into the Roth, their catch-up, that extra 7500 that, that that you're talking about, into the Roth side, in essence, having to pay taxes on it. So... Congress has given them, or the IRS has given them, an additional two years to, that this would start in 2026. Yeah, you have to I don't 2025, think, and then... Um, I don't think it has anything to do with whether or not, you know, the employee is, is able to, you know, put the money in. There's nothing for the employee to actually do. It's that does, number one, does the employer have the ability to track what money's going in? And I think that's the issue. A lot right. of employers don't have Roth features, as I was saying. Right. And also, number two, which actually might be really more number one, do the custodians, the Fidelities, the T. Rowe Price, the Vanguards, do they have the ability to figure out, okay, yeah, this point. is actually above the 22.5, so now this actually has to go into the Roth. Yeah, good point. A lot of times that's it. It's administrative. Yeah. I mean, we don't think about you – know, I was listening to a local congressman talking this past week, and he was just talking about administratively. If he had his wish list, and this is what they're shooting for, he goes, me and a lot of my colleagues, what we're shooting for 
is to get rid of some of the administrative headaches because there are just so many of them and so many challenges and so many different rules to keep track of that it just stymies growth and it, it hurts economic growth to have all of that garbage that you have to comply with. And, you know, in the investment industry, there are so many new rules that we're just trying to keep our head above water, keeping track of half of them. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I can't even imagine being a consumer out there just trying to keep track of half this stuff. That's why we tell people, make sure that you got, you, you update your financial plan on a regular basis because you have no idea what rules have changed since you set up something. Well, you know, I think that's one of the benefits of working with us, not to sound like a commercial, but the fact that we'll all have different designations that we've earned from education, that in order to maintain our designations, Paul, as you know, we have to do this thing called continuing education mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. Well, that continuing education ends up giving us all the new information that's coming out so we can update the financial plans and the planning accordingly based upon the new rules and regs as they come out. We hear about them and, first. And, and yeah, and, and some of them that have changed, just to give you kind of a little bit of a laundry list, remember it was used to be age 70 and a half. You had requirement required minimum distributions were 70 and a half, then they moved to 72, then they moved to 73 and 75, depending on the year that you're born. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're born 1960s plus, it's 75. Right. If you're born in the 1950s in general, it's going to be 70, 73. And then, uh, but before that, it was 72. And for some of you, it was 70 and a half, and you still have to abide by that. Um, you know, so you have some of the, the penalty relief, uh, the RMD penalty relief. It used to be a 50% penalty, you know, if you missed your RMD. And you look at that and go, well, gee, what happens if you have a person that has Alzheimer's? And, you know, maybe they have memory issues and they don't think about or don't know or can't keep track of that because they're not mentally capable of keeping track of some of those rules. Uh, so, you know, that's another another issue is what is the penalty for not taking the required distribution? And I'm a big fan of the required minimum distributions. I'm a big fan because what it does is it forces you to only take out a percentage of your investment. I don't mean I'm a fan of having to pay taxes, but you're going to have to pay taxes at some point. But if you're living off of your IRA and you're taking out money, what is the biggest worry that people have is that they're going to run themselves dry. Now, here's the caveat on that whole thing. As you, and you may have heard me talk about this before. With a required distribution, they look at your age, imagining you're married to somebody 10 years younger. Your distribution starts out at 4% of your portfolio value at age around 73, if, if that's your RMD age. Okay, 73, 75, 72, 70 and a half. That's about 4%. It climbs to about 10% of your portfolio value, which, is a, which exceeds what you typically want to take out of an investment portfolio, even if it's really, really well managed. But here's the issue. It exceeds that only when you're 92 years old, which, you know, how much longer are you going to last is, you know, it's the issue. If you're up to 10% of your portfolio value, you're not taking a huge risk of running out of money. But here's the caveat. If you look at the statistics on what people are actually pulling out of 401ks and IRAs, it often exceeds what is required. Oh, yeah. The required, as I've looked at it, is just a way of the government saying, all right, we've allowed you to defer taxes on this money for all these years. It is now time you pay up. We need revenue. Well, and the reason I like the RMD, Ira, is because if I'm doing that amount, 
I don't run the risk where a lot of other people are taking too much out. You know, they're, they're taking in excess of what is required to take out without thinking about that they may be around a lot longer than they think they're going right. to be around. But, but the RMD wasn't created um, for people that for, – for the people that are taking more out. No, the no, RMD, it was required to get, get, just get some tax money. No, the R, right. The RMD was created for those people who had other avenues of savings and didn't have Correct. to take and money didn't have out to. of the IRA. Yeah. So the government said, all right, you know what? Now we're going to force you to take something yeah, out. You're not getting out of this forever. So that we're paying. Because, you know, before the old rules, um, you know, when Judge W. Bush was president, he signed a rule that changed all the distribution methods. There used to be six different formulas we used to use. Oh, it was a nightmare. <clears throat> and the, now it's really just two formulas. It's the unisex That's formula right. Right. for everybody based upon your age. That's right. And then there's another formula if your spouse is 10 or more, more than years, years younger, younger than you. Yes, that's right. And those are, that's the only time you can use that formula. Otherwise, it's mm -hmm. just a factor. It's a number. Divide that into the year and value on December 31st. And that's it. That's how much money you have to pull out as a minimum required distribution. So what I liked about the RMD rules is that if you've got people that are pulling too much out, it tells them, hey, look, this is what's required. You may, I like being able to have the conversation of this may not be something you want to go exceed too often, simply because of the fact that if you exceed it like that, you know, I'm not, I don't have a, I, I look at it and, and look at the research on how much income you can take from a portfolio. And I think the RMD formulas work quite well, thank you. Uh, and now, only if the portfolio is well managed, you know, lots of diversification, like we always talk about on the show. But you start to exceed that, and you could run the portfolio into the ground. And I've seen people, you know, where they start to get super, super low, and then all of a sudden, you they. They disappear from society. I mean, a lot of the older people, you don't see them because they don't can't afford to get out because they don't have incomes high enough to afford to get out. It's not just that they don't want to get out. It's some just can't because how many people are living only on Social Security? What percentage of the population? Not, it's like half. I don't know. But, I've, seen, I've seen half, you know, in some statistics. But all I know is even with the requirement distributions and my clients who are taking out a little bit more than the requirement distribution, I'm fortunate enough to say that just you know, a little over thirty-nine years in this industry, I have not had a client run out of money. Yeah, that that is, uh, and and yeah, well, that's a testament to good planning, right? Uh, but you know, you also have the Roths. Uh, another rule I'm just thinking about that had had uh, been expanded. Roths uh, simples. Uh, you know, you you have used to not have simple plans, retirement plans for self-employed people, uh, where you were able to do a Roth feature, SEP uh, IRAs. Um, you know, being able to convert 529s mm -hmm. in some cases to Roths. Um, thinking in terms of um, oh, you know, the, just the increases in contributions to 401ks, 403bs, uh, due to inflation increases. And, you know, learn, knowing how to do backdoors, I guess, would be another thing. Uh, backdoor Roths in some circumstances, but there's some circumstances you better not try it because it doesn't work. Uh, being able to slip into a Roth IRA if you're not eligible. So, but, I, you know, I just look at those different things and go, you know, there are a lot of changes that take place and keeping track of it is really challenging. And this congressman uh, was actually uh, was talking about those challenges and really trying to step back on some of the rules some. And that's one of those rules, as I was talking about earlier, to bring this all, you know, put a tie a knot on it that I would love to see some changes on was the rule regarding the estate planning. 
because right now you're not in the, it's not far off and somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 26 million dollars you take a couple can transfer from one generation to the next without any estate taxes and you're looking at dropping this down like five mm-hmm. uh you know ten something like that and, and half but let's say in half yeah, in half exactly yeah, so it's 12.92 million right per so person. Five, and then it's going down to five i believe so it a was. little over five and, and then it's five per person right and then and then going and looking at that and saying, well, gee, for a lot of people, that's not a whole lot, especially when they've got land, uh, you know, especially, you know, the farming community, people that have lots of land and, and maybe a business that you have to transfer. So hence what it's doing is driving people into more charitable contributions, those types of things that and trust set and setting up trust, dynasty trust and things like that. So as to be able to avoid those taxes. So, you know, yeah, that's unfortunate. You drive people into doing planning and the problem with those types of planning strategies, quite frankly, what makes me nervous about them is that they are bells that you don't unring. Mm -hmm. If you go and make those changes to your estate plan, and all of a sudden you get an administration that is more friendly to estate taxes. And this is something I'm not seeing talked about in the financial press when talking to financial advisors. They're talking about how to avoid these taxes. But it reminds me, and we'll head to a break here in a second, but it reminds me too much of a conversation I had with an attorney years ago. He was an estate planning attorney. And he goes, Paul, I'm getting out of the business. And I said, why? I mean, you have all of this education on estate planning. And he says, I'm getting out of the business. Now, this is when I was fairly young in the business, and I didn't know nearly what I know now. But it made sense when he said this. He said, the problem is, is most of the estate planning strategies that I've been using and that I've been been a proponent of for my clients, the problem is because people have to lose control of their assets, when they put these things into force, you either have to do irrevocable gifts, you have to go and, and send it off to, to uh, you know, some kind of a trust that you can't undo and, and it's irrevocable. The problem is if laws change, you can't unring the bell. Hence, what I'm finding is I'm coming with these really sophisticated financial plans and estate plans and people aren't signing the documents. They're not doing it. I put all this work in, and they don't actually do it. And I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? Well, and I've had a conversation where they've said that the documents get signed, but the people won't put the assets into the trust. Sure, that, that would be another case. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. If you want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.